Yes, I think it's working now. Uh, what should we put on? So today, today is the today is Sunday, Sunday the nineteenth of, of June. Sunday the nineteenth of June. I'm in Kenya, in the house in Campbell. We arrived last night. The journey was pretty cool. I ended up meeting. Uh, I ended up meeting some Chinese girl from America. Who was going to actually from California. That was headed to where was she headed to? She was headed to Mombasa for some like medical retreat, something helping something something. It's pretty cool. We were vibing, spoke about love interests and stuff. But then the second I ate, I'm pretty sure I got food poisoning from the Kenya Airways meal, which is kind of shit because. Was sick and then like lost like all my energy and I was just sat there just yeah I think I might be lactose intolerant because the tuna melt I ate before just started firing loads but it's cool because I'm done eating meat and cheese and shit at least for now <laughs> so uh, after that we ended up landing and for, like the next day till this morning I was just shit myself because like my I just you know when your stomach just runs. Oh, because of that fucking lamb I ate on the plane. But it's cool. Uh, yeah, I guess. I ate some charcoal today, ate some bread, kind of healed up. I was good. Good thing I was ready today, because today, let me tell you, was a special day. Today is when I went to link up with the boys. So I first went to church. That was fun. Uh, damn, these chips are kind of dry. Learn about the aspect of giving. How, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is this? I think it's actually it's a recurring point that I learned with the brother Henry when we signed. He must have been talking about how we need to remove this visage of the people doing the right thing, Christians, followers, whatever. I guess people on a certain kind of journey that we're kind of seen as like Christians through media have been portrayed as poor wearing tattered clothes like the, the true faithful was been seen to live and follow but then you forget people like King Solomon existed and I he's the richest man ever so I guess it was more of like yo we're, we're, we're all like given that divine blessing as sons of Adam subjects of Adam whatever you want to call it right then we need to claim that shit and we claim that shit by giving so, you know, it's my build a church soon. Only cost like what, 20, 200k? 200k to build like a full on church. We don't have one, but that'll be fun. But that was what I gained from church. And after that, we went to my auntie's place. And that was cool. Uh, at my auntie's spot, we ended up going. Uh, yeah, my auntie's spot, I called Ralph. You know what I'm saying? I was ready, I was happy. I was like, I wasn't feeling bad anymore. So, life continued. And then, yeah, I called him, he told me, oh, yeah. We're gonna go to this designer's party in Karen, but meet up a gecko first. I'm like, damn, gecko is like one, one eighty shillings. But deep on out, I'm broke. Like I had to scrounge like my couple accounts to find change. 
to make enough to make the journey. But hey, I did it. And I ended up going. And then I'm so happy I went because we caught up, learned a lot about Mass, which is the project that you're going to see my face on very soon. But yeah, I kind of got like a newfound focus, a newfound like, like exhilaration. And I'm pretty good in terms of my temperament. Like I went there, just drank water. People were smoking, I didn't. Just drank water. Didn't even eat meat when I was offered agile soup. Nope. Like right now I'm literally eating KFC chips because that's what I decided to do. No sugar, just juice, no fizzy drink. It's like my mind is kind of like I'm developing this kind of focus that I kind of need because now I feel like I know my why. Because I kid you not, this mass deals goes through and I'm set for like forever. Like I'm set forever. This is like the beginning of the end. People don't realize it though. This is actually the next big thing. But hey, I guess you just wait and see. So after that, raise that came. We caught up. I need to go see this kid one of these days. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I need to organize like a family lunch or something. That'll be cool. And then what else? What else? So uh, yeah, after that we ended up. Inst- we didn't go to the place in Karen because we weren't able to. Like drivers were kind of late. Raise that took a while to get here. So yeah, I kind of had to wait. Uh, learn. I need to kind of focus on one thing to achieve the most of what I want to, which is why I'm happy to just push through and just finish mass. And it turns out that mass there's not a lot of workload for the first year, so I can actually, without too much stress, just finish my third year of uni and actually be there, like mentally and actually focus and get it done. Like I must start taking it seriously. There's no point to skimp and just scatter around and just not just like you know what I'm saying. <coughs> Time to put my head down and get shit done. But after that, uh, Razor came. We ended up going to Ahmed's friend's party. His name's, name's Tom. He lives in this mad mansion. Not mansion, like apartments with a pool, gym. It was pretty crazy, not gonna lie. I felt like some place in London. It's kind of like most place. The pool was outside instead. It was just like, yeah, it was nice. Nice lounge. Seems like very interesting people. I met a startup lawyer. I met a few potential models. Uh, I met some VC guy we were going to have lunch with soon. Uh, Yeah. Well, it was pretty interesting. And then, yeah. It was really confusing at times as well. For, like, people trying to make that move, but they didn't have the courage to, so their friends were talking on their behalf. Or maybe, maybe she was talking. She's pretending to talk. But it was just about her friend. Who knows, honestly? Like, I feel like thinking about it, it's just going to make me very confused. So, point being, I figured it out. I fucking figured it out. Are you ready? Can you hear me? Are you ready? Okay, so. Base your project around a utility token, right? That's pivotal to the functionality of the project you're doing. And then people combine to that utility token as the true customer's that they are in terms of okay let me let me run it back right i learned something interesting today the best investors are customers because they just want the product right so find a way to give them the product while keeping a clear uh, cap table and that's beautiful right so utility token people combine like the, the okay discuss and there's an agreement of their investment that it's a they pay into the utility token right as I guess that's their investment because eventually they're on a solve, they can do whatever they want. But this way, you're not limited to 100%, same way you'd be with a cap table. But the beautiful thing about this is once the investment goes through, 
as long as it's like people if, if they can buy it pretty much anyone can buy it right now it gets to the point where what if after the initial investment people see damn this coin just did 4x they're gonna buy into it so now you've just done seed series a series b series d fucking all of them bro it's like an instant ipo that's pretty much what it is like we now live in a day and age where you can have an ipo instantly now the ipo is dangerous if you don't there's no utility in, in holding your stake which is why people do pump and dumps with actual companies not just crypto but if you provide that utility that like the i guess encourages longevity amongst this community then bro you've won you can raise money for fucking everything this is like like crypto vc done different like different like silly different and this is where the world's going so i guess what you hearing currently is the start of something great that's crazy i've recapped my day in like 10 minutes yeah that's pretty much it i don't think there's too much else to say to my mental state i'm happy proud of myself but i stuck to my guns i mean i smoked a little bit yeah guns just different but yeah besides that i guess yeah there's anyone down after and that i can live it out loud i really can this is a one-off special occasion start reading more about my uh taoist philosophy book the whole taoist secrets of love uh cultivating male sexual energy yeah i feel like that's that's gonna be the key once i figure out how that book works i would have an edge that no one else does well a few people do but still stacking with my other edges i'm too lit i feel this is more like an accountability thing like i'm gonna keep talking into this mic and telling you what's happening because then consider this like a captain's log this is it's like a mental journal but then also i can listen back and you can observe the journey like journeys come far Shit, I might as well recap you guys on the journey. So it started uh, summer. Last year, summer. I kind of had this idea with a friend. But I was like, you know, what if we did what we loved and got paid doing it? It kind of spawned. It, it was born of like a lot of love, a lot of, I guess, passion. It came out of a, like a pretty interesting time of life. It's like, I felt like life was just something just weird in the air, man. And... It's pretty crazy because the idea later up ended up growing into forbidden frequency which is a collective started back then as like the yeah this is a this is this is my gift to the world this is what i'm a like i realized i knew i was gonna go down this road and do something like this but now i figured out what it was and now i knew what it was i guess i knew in which direction to run so forbidden frequency Name came just into me while I was sleeping, but the general gist is all emotions are energy and energy is measured in frequency. The most powerful emotion there is in life is love, but in this day and age, it's seen as the forbidden frequency. Obviously, because like talk about how the music standard was changed by the Roman Catholic Church to induce, I guess, fear, paranoia and all these other negative emotions when it used to do the exact opposite of that. That's the whole 440, 434, that's 432? Yeah, 432. Was it 432? Yeah, 432. Because it adds up to 9. Is it 432? 432. Yeah, yeah, 432. Cool. So, all right. 
And then after that, uh, kind of the idea grew and I mean, loads of cool people, loads of cool inspirations. First, I guess, light bulb moment is when I met Phil and his wife and they kind of just gave me the passion to push this forward and the initial, I guess, guiding direction. And then I took this energy and I brought it to me to Kenya, which is that last summer, which is where I kind of started building up the whole skate side of like my, my endeavor. I wanted to do more while I was here. And I came and I met with uh, George of the Kenya Skate Society, Ahmed and Mo. And I told Mo about a little bit of what I was doing. And Mo was like, yo, you need to meet my manager, man. And then, yeah, next day we're all sitting in the back garden talking about the next event with Ralph, Razak, Mo and Ahmed. And that was, I guess, the beginning of the end, man. That was the start. And then from there, I guess it just kind of grew, went to Gecko, met loads of cool people. Gecko was kind of like the HQ. I'd say Gecko and Ahmed's place, but Ahmed's place pretty much was next to Gecko. If we usually met up, Gecko would be the spot. And then from there, yeah, crazy shit started happening, man. We started uh, doing stuff with the skate park projects. In, in like, we recently got land approved to build a skate park in the slums. There was talks to build, uh, to start a foundation, which we will follow up now that I'm back. Uh, met the Obamas, uh, had like a barbecue at Kenya's house and gifted them one of my grandma's pieces of art. Wow, 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 yeah, and then that was kind of crazy, and I ended up coming back to England and kind of just doing the same shenanigans in London. Went to stay with a friend of mine named Ayo, stayed at his for like a month, honestly. Definitely overstayed my welcome, but very appreciative for him having me, which is honestly so much came out of me being there. Ralph came to Kenya, London, so did Mo, and I showed them around. Mo stayed for a while, actually. But yeah, we went to the weed calf, we went to loads of parties, met loads of celebrities, you know, just the London stuff. Uh, met a really cool girl. I guess we'll see how things develop. Yeah, we'll see if if we'll see what was right in the first time, and there was something genuinely special about us meeting. But I guess yeah, what else? What else? Yeah, I guess learned a lot, loads of lessons, loads of lessons. Like I feel like off off the high that was Kenya and all this great stuff happening, where I was kind of in the mix. I was in it. I kind of got lost in the source to be to admit. Cause I was too much in the like the craziness, the flow, and I, I kind of neglected the forming structure and routine and sticking to things, which is why I ended up trying to achieve everything and ultimately didn't do anything, like besides learn and maybe cultivate connections. But besides that, yeah, I guess my birthday happened. I uh, start painting more. I want to start pushing that side of me more out there. But yeah, so I guess fast forward and then, yeah. Uh, Uni kind of went, I don't really pay too much attention, but I didn't do that last year either. I'm going to catch up in like August or whenever that time is ready to catch up is. And then bam, bish, bash, bosh. Well, now I'm in Kenya again. Kind of crazy though, all the shit that happened. Oh yeah, somewhere in there, Ralph uh, met me, introduced me to Mass, which is like a live curated entertainment platform. I think like a social Netflix, but for events. And then yeah, I guess through that circle, I ended up, uh meeting yeah he wants me to see her for it cool so i ended up meeting this guy named mo at one of these great parties that like the october party run and i was just like meeting people and shit and we snuck into like parties with famous people and actors and stuff right so meet mo we, we hear off come friends and then at a late point mo introduced me to marcus right who's currently part of us like together with us in this venture and he's i guess like handling the money side and yeah, now very soon investment should come through and then bish bash bosh. 
We made it, niggas. We fucking made it. We 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 made it. But yeah, damn. By the way, everything I've said in this podcast is currently being worked on, and it's, don't don't even like like don't waste your time trying to replicate this shit because the legal team involved with all this bullshit is so airtight. It's just be a waste of your own time. Like, listen to it to be inspired, not to try to do some catty shit. It's like this is not. If you're here for that. Yeah, just I'm gonna just save you some time and say it ain't gonna work. But for those who are here to be inspired and to listen to learn, I guess, just to be entertained, then uh, the show must go on and it shall. This was just day one. I shall do this every day. I don't need to keep it long because I shall do this every day. I think we should end this exactly at 17. Peace, love, bye.